0: Hey there, we're back talking about whole self-care and I hope that you've that you've listened to the past three episodes about whole self-care and the just we're building slowly on what it really means and what it can look like and today we dive into rest but it's not just the rest and I'm not going to just prescribe and tell you go get more sleep which we all know we need. But what if we look at rest in a different way? And I talk about a new definition for rest, a new way of thinking about it and looking at it in the moment. So I hope you enjoy it. Check it out. Hi, friend. I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken-spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse, or even a child, Loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom, and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope, a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Hey, welcome back to Her Restored Spirit Podcast. My name is Tammy, and I'm the host. And I want to talk about. The workshop that's happening on Thursday, the 21st, it's at 1 p.m. Central Time. I'm going to host it on Zoom. There will be a replay, but you don't want to miss it. You want to come in person, and I'll tell you why. Because many times we listen, we hear things that we should do, but we don't actually make time to do it. Well, this is an active workshop. We're going to um, we're going to work through a few things together. I've been talking about this idea of whole self-care. And I think that we've kind of gotten away from understanding really what our needs are. And sometimes we listen to what other people say self-care is, and we listen to that. Well, we're gonna do some practical activities, practical, hands-on, you'll have worksheets to go with it, where we're gonna talk about the 12 domains that we, that I mentioned in the last podcast. If you haven't heard it, go back and listen because it's good. We're going to talk about that. We're going to break them down. We're going to define them. We're going to assess. We're going to talk about them. And then at the end, you are going to have action steps to help you increase your whole self-care. And I think that changing the word self-care to whole self-care is really what we need to focus on because it's not it's not just one aspect of our life that needs to be cared for. Sometimes we feel out of balance and overstressed. It's because we have not addressed all of our needs. We haven't looked at our whole self to see what areas are we neglecting. And so I won't I won't go any into it anymore because I don't want to give any more away. But go to my website and sign up for it. There's a link in the show notes. Also, there's a button there's on my website www.tammymariecoaching.com, and you'll be able to sign up. It is free. It is going to be good, and you don't want to miss it. Now, with that out of the way, let's talk more about whole self-care. Today, I thought that it would be really good to address the idea of rest. Because I think that's some elusive theme, idea, golden ticket that as moms we desire but we really don't know what it means we don't know what it looks like because we've not really experienced it fully and as i've studied it as i've been working on this idea of what does rest really mean because i know it's more than just sleep but i know that sleep is a big part of it so that's what we want to talk about today so we're going to dive in and let's talk about rest And the first thing I want to talk about, first thing I want to mention, are five things, five questions that swim in my head overnight. Five questions that keep keep me up at night or keep it really difficult for me to fall asleep. And we'll see if you have any of the same. So the first one is really, it's like, how did I get here? And I don't mean in this, well, sometimes it's in this position, but really it is existentially. How did I get to the place? This is not what I planned. This is not what I wanted. This is not where I thought I would, this is not what I dreamed about when I was a young girl. Who am I now? What is going on? I don't even know what I, what I want. I don't know what I need. I know that I need something. Why can't I do what I know I need to do? Well, this one we'll talk about in another podcast because our brains are keeping us, and I've mentioned it before. But yes, why can't I do those steps that I know? Why can't I fall asleep when I know I need to just fall asleep? And what would my life look like if I could just do X, Y, Z? If I could just move on, move forward, Get over this. Get over myself and just move. Get past this, whatever this may be. And then some of the other questions are, why am I so tired? Why can't I sleep? And then the thoughts of, okay, if I fall asleep right now, I can get three and a half hours of sleep. Okay, if I can fall asleep right now, I can get two hours and 50 minutes of sleep and this countdown. And none of this helps calm my brain. And what I've realized is I was trying to fix the symptoms instead of the actual problem, right? instead of the actual issues. And that's when the idea of rest And I started studying it. I started looking at it. I started seeing what other people were doing, people who seemed to be rested. And yes, the traditional sense is, have you got enough sleep? Because let me tell you, sleep is really important. Even if you think you can live on five hours of sleep a night, your body really can't. And over time, it will start to break down and you'll start to get sick, even if it's just more colds. So we need to prioritize our sleep. And we also need to model that for our kids, that sleep is important and we can put things down and be done with it. I know even as I was saying it, the idea of setting it down and being done with it and the idea of sleeping are two different concepts. But my point is, at the end of the day, you can go to sleep knowing that all is well. Even if things are crazy, the best thing that you can do for your body at that moment is to relax and go to bed. Now, let's talk about another aspect of rest. And I know that there's the spiritual principle of Sabbath rest. And I'm not going to go into that too much because I really, it's just a concept that I'm really diving into and learning. But the more I realize, the more that sometimes rest Really means just focusing on the moment you're in right now and not worrying about what's around you. Like wherever you are, you rest in that motion, that activity, that circumstance, that event, that appointment, that hanging out with your kids. But you sit in that moment instead of trying to manage three or four different moments together. Like wherever your feet physically are is where you need to rest, where you need to be. And you need to allow your mind to set down the other worries. And it's a practice. It's not something that's easy. And it's really hard because there's many times that I will be sitting and playing with a game with the kids. But all the things that I need to get done for bills or yard work or the my to-do list that is ever-growing creeps into my mind. And I'm not actually in the moment with the kids at all. I am physically there. But I am working on five other things. And so when I catch myself doing that, I try to remind myself to rest in the moment. I release my shoulders and I refocus on where I am, what I'm doing right there. And I tell myself that that is the most important place to be. The more I've done this, the more rested I feel. The more I feel that I'm taking care of what's important And doing what I need to do, the same as when I'm working on my work, I don't feel guilty about working and staying focused on, well, recording a podcast or writing a blog post or writing content for my workshop that's coming up. Because I know that I have time for the kids coming soon. And I don't feel guilty because... I have spent quality time with them, or I'm about to, and I can focus completely on what I'm doing. So that way, I have the ability to release it and go to the next thing, even if I don't finish it, which most of the time I don't. Most of the time, it takes me a little while to get into things and to get out of things to finish it. But what if rest really meant a state of mind instead of just sitting down and doing nothing? which sounds glorious, but not always practical. And there's some times that our schedule is so busy that the only time we can rest is at the end of the night. But that's not really enough to refresh our soul. So what could you do? What could you, could you give yourself 10 minutes three times a day? maybe in the morning, around lunch, and then sometime around dinner time, just give yourself 10 minutes where you can just breathe. Sometimes you feel like that's not possible. But if you look at how much time you would get back if you recentered your moments, if you recentered your day and you rested, I think that is that has been more valuable in my life than taking naps. It was, taking naps I go through the same issues of all the thoughts that come into my mind. And then if I'm going to wake up on time, what am I going to miss? Are the kids going to be okay? All the things. But when I just sit for 10 minutes and breathe and allow my mind to just be for a minute and recenter it to, I'm okay right where I am. I don't need to worry about the future. It has definitely renewed my spirit. It gives me the energy to get through the day And then I don't feel as rushed or crazy. And so I encourage you to try it. When you think about rest, what else comes to mind? What are the things do you think that that could give you that restoration, that peace, that calm that your body desires? And I think the important thing here is to realize that rest looks different for each person. Rest, by definition, means like to cease work. So what if it's really to cease striving to work? You can still be in motion, but your soul can rest. Your mind can rest. I know that some, for some, exercising is actually a form of rest for them. It's centering them. It's giving them a, a soul focus. It, it releases those endorphins. Some need to sit and meditate. And there's science behind both of those. But what if the idea of rest means that you don't have to strive? If you can realize that you are where you need to be in the moment and that is the right place for you to be. The choices that you've made up to this point got you there. And just rest in the fact that you are where exactly where you need to be. Even if there's other things that you should be doing and I say should in quotes because there's so many things. Like we are so hard on ourselves about all the things that we could do, all the things we should do, all the things that we have to we have to do. When really the only thing we have to do is be in the present moment. So what if rest meant to stop striving in the moment? To let yourself be, whether you're driving, drive, stop trying to text, stop trying to do things. I will tell you, I am an avid Marco Polo, Marco Poloer. when I drive. I guess I should probably stop that because it is distracting. Even though I don't look at the person, I look straight ahead. But anyway, I don't know. Does anyone else do that? I do know that other people that I Marco Polo, you know who you are. Do that as well because I see it when they send me a message. But stop being distracted and focus in the moment. You can do that by focusing on your breath, by focusing on where your feet are. There's, there's a lot of ways. But what if you just in the moment decided you're not going to strive? Whatever you're working towards, you're going to just realize that you are enough, that you have everything you need And you're doing this, the thing that you're doing, whatever it may be, you're doing it in God's strength and not your own. What if rest means figuring out what that means and allowing it to happen? I'm curious what you think about that. Your thoughts. What kind of starts racing in your mind when I say that? And does it relieve some guilt and stress from you? Because I know for me, it it does. As an Enneagram one. I am always striving to be better, do better. There's always something to fix. But that's also a trap because God is perfect and God's made me in his image. And no, I'm not perfect, so I'm not going to say that. But I am who I need to be and I am enough. So striving is really not helping me in any way. Striving, and I don't mean pushing yourself to, you know, improve, there's a, that's a whole nother level. But the Enneagram ones, you get me, I get, I know you do, where it's, you're, it's never enough. But God told you you're enough. I know the Enneagram threes, that you're always striving for success. Well, what if you were already successful and you get to sit in that? For the Enneagram sevens, and you're striving for new experiences, well, by striving for that, you're missing the experience of right now. And I could go through every Enneagram number and talk about that. Every, everything. And moms, were striving to be a good mom. Well, what if you rest in the fact that you are a good mom? And instead of striving, you sit and you get to watch your kids. You get to play with your kids. You get to experience what it's like to just see them and see that they're enough already as well. This idea of whole self-care is embrace rest, embrace where you are, and see what that can do for you. Does it relieve stress? And if it does, or if you're interested in more, let's talk. And I'm going to explore this some more throughout the, throughout the podcast and more on social media. I hope that you have joined me on Instagram. I'm going to show up there more often. Um, I do have my Facebook group for women that I hang out there as well. But you'll start seeing more things on my Instagram page, more things to help you, little tidbits, little tips. I'm even going to share some of my failures and successes because they're funny, because I do things sometimes just, and I'm like, why did I do them? why it's exactly what I should not have done, but I do it anyway. And so I hope that you can get a laugh and I hope that you can learn from it and not make the same mistakes that I that I do. But really just to see that we're all human, we're all messy, we're all in this together. But time is gonna pass. And do you wanna miss the time or do you wanna rest in where you are? So that's all I have for you. And I just want you to remember that that restoration and healing takes time, but you can do it intentionally. You can identify your fears and you can embrace your identity. You can reclaim your confidence and you can step into your purpose and you can live with joy every day, even right now. So I'll see you next week or if you show up in the, the workshop, there will be a replay sent out if you can't go live, but you really should come to the live live event. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'll see you there.